Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I'm Starf Chris. I am Sam Jericho. Philip the Dude with the headband. Uh, we are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news and events. Uh, we are brought to you by the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Make sure to go check out all the other podcasts in the family, Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Future Flex with Billion. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. There'll be links to everything in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. If you dig this podcast, make sure you leave us a review. Don't bury us. iTunes. Like us on Facebook. IG. Like Like this video. Thumbs up this video on YouTube because we post every... I know this that we have to say all this, yeah. but really, if you're listening to this, do all that stuff you know we yeah, should do. Yeah, you probably Just should do come that. on, tell your friends. Uh, this is for new like people. Like it, all that kind yeah. of stuff. You know. uh, we, we, we are growing. Our numbers have constantly went up since we released the podcast. That's good. Uh, Why do you every, think the numbers are going up, Chris? Because uh, we're awesome. That's simple. That's Sam, what do you think? That's putting yourself over a little too hard. Uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, people want to see if my 10-count winning streak is going to keep going. Sam the Machine Gun, Fax Machine Gun, Jericho. Fax Machine Gun? <laughs> that's what I call it. I told Nick that, L. Nick, I told him that the other day. I was like, Sam's like the Fax Machine Gun of I our like podcast. That. I'll accept that as a So you can start off with your intro like Carl Machine Gun Anderson and do your... I want a, I want a machine gun sound effect now. I, w- I will do that. Have you seen Carl Anderson when he's in New Japan? Yeah, when he does like the bazooka at the Titan Tron and stuff like that. He but just it would do that, that they play in mm-hmm. audio for Yeah. Dude, I told you I'm a New Japan fan now. I've been yeah. watching all of oh, it. Yeah. Duh. Did you get World yet? I haven't, but I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. It's only nine ninety nine yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which is like seven bucks. It's still less than, <laughs> network, than the WWE Network. <laughs> all right, so we're going to start this podcast off this week for a surprise for everybody. A surprise. You Sam's is, all excited. He's got his hands on his legs. No, I don't, like, you can't just say, surprise is so vague. Well, today is a special day in the world of wrestling, and they're like, oh, is this going to be a wrestling surprise? I said, of course it is. Oh, I can tell what it is. I'm actually really excited. <laughs> well, we're going to start it off with uh, there's a surprise and another surprise. First, we're going to start off with the... The regular cover of the new WWE comic book. Oh my goodness. With Who's on the cover of that one, Sam? Some weirdo guys. It's, uh, sweaty looking. It's Seth Rollins. It actually looks like this cover was made a year ago, but right? that doesn't this... matter. It's got, uh, it's got Seth Rollins holding up the WWE World Championship. World Champion, yep. With uh, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and a menacing Triple H. With a, with a sledgehammer. What All is right. the name Even of on their book? first comic book, WWE. It's WWE One. WWE number. Did this just come out this today? Come out today. Today. So we'll post pictures of it on the show notes. Page. Yeah, and I actually have a picture of Mister L. Nick. He stopped in the to the shop today and bought a couple of covers from me. We also have the second and Charles fried pie variant with oh my Finn Balor. Oh, that's really cool. Isn't that the most sick poster? That's picture? a really great cover. Second and Charles always has great. Fried oh, wow. pie variants. All right, that's really cool. So you, you, now Wait, just, yeah. there's there's one last piece of this, guys. Oh my goodness! Look at these guys. It's so fun. <laughs> did See? you re- did you read? Okay, you say what you're gonna say. All right, so the last part of this prize is gonna make something happen tonight that didn't happen last week. It's gonna be whoever wins the ten count tonight gets this ultimate surprise of the new day variant of Ooh. this done by Rob Guillory that oh, also wow. does Chew. Look at these yeah, guys. This whoever wins tonight wins this baby. That is awesome. So that's a great. These are really good covers. Yeah, like these are even if I wasn't into wrestling, these are great. Well, comic my friend, book covers. My, one of my friends, he's like, dude, can I get a copy of that? Because he's into Rob Guillory's artwork. Yeah, and he's out of Lafayette, Louisiana. Okay. So he's a he's around. Okay. He's all at all the comic cons and all. 
If we don't get to a 10 count today, we'll do oh, it on the next it. one. There's, there's going to be room. Not making promises. That's a that's a that's a great cover. I didn't I forgot I I No knew. wonder you were pushing for a 10 count so bad. <laughs> they, they had been talking about this comic book coming out for a while. I almost assumed that it had already come out. I kind of got out of collecting yeah. comic books. And also brought some old but, school uh, WCW comic books with Sting oh, and Rick this for the looks he's at later. Okay, so, so we'll take more pictures. These of those. are the ones you're keeping. Oh yeah, those are those are private. I didn't collection. even can I, can know I that was the thing. thing. Oh, in the nineties, yes, it's a Marvel. Comic Marvel book. had everything licensed. I know they had Disney, like Transformer and all that. Transformers, GI Joe, all those nineties cartoons, eighties mm. cartoons. Good, look at look at these pictures. Look at this picture. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. Johnny B. Bad, mm. William Mark Marrow, Sable's ex husband. I never saw Mark Merrow when he was like this. I'm only, I I'm only familiar with the, the he cat was all... version of him. Yeah, and, uh, well, that one, he was very flashy. He always wore makeup. You know what he does now, huh? No. He's a self-help uh, seminar. I believe. Yeah, he does, uh, yeah. He does uh, inspirational yeah. talks. At, like, I believe he was like at the He's really good, actually. Medusa. He makes me. One. He really makes me sad listening to him. That's all those are. The inspirational school talks are just people saying, don't mess up your life like I did. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that so was we'll fun. So we'll go into the... Oh, you can look at it. Uh, this is awesome, by the way. Thank you Thank very you, much. Phil. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. really cool. See, Hopefully the... we'll get to a 10 count today. I'll post pictures of all this in the show notes page. I'm tempted uh, to say, did you it. just take these from the store and you didn't actually pay for these? No, of course. Paid? I have store okay. credit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I traded in old video games for you. Um, so, like, that was a little bit of news I forgot to pre- preload y'all about. But uh, did y'all see the video with Perry Saturn? I heard about it. I you I've known there was something no. wrong with him for a while. Mm-hmm. He disappeared for a while. No one yeah, knew where he's he like was. Yeah, he's like homeless, and uh, um, he got off of drugs. He he's homeless, and the reason I really know about it is because on the Chris Jericho podcast, uh, he yeah. had Perry Saturn on, and he started a GoFundMe page to try to get him off the streets, basically. Yeah. But he's, his health is really bad. Uh, he looks he looks really bad. All he, the photos at, of him. He probably weighs like 140 pounds. He's always had a faraway look in his eyes i mean even when he was arguably fine you know it 20 almost, years ago it mm. almost sounds like when they had that um what's that reality kind of based documentary thing true life on mtv when they had the i'm a wrestler yeah and they had the about tony atlas when he was like living like yeah, in a yeah, small yeah. apartment eating peanut butter trying to get by yeah, saturn's worse than that right now so, so. uh it's chris jericho's got to go fund me just yeah uh, i think you can go to chris jericho's website and he, you can find more information on it and yeah. he was on the last chris jericho podcast so okay. make sure to go check that out yeah uh we also had other sad news that happened this week since we recorded snooker yeah Superfly, uh, Superfly. You know, I um, passed away. If you didn't know, when I first got into wrestling, uh, Mick Foley was one of the first. Was one that was the top guy, and uh, he was the first person I ever heard like a wrestler telling a story about. Because Jimmy Snuka, if anyone doesn't know that already, is what inspired Mick Foley to get into the wrestling mm-hmm. business. He like drove like six hours. Like he drove yeah, he out was, of town. He to was then at drive the back to a that he that jumped show. off the yeah. cage, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's. Why he jumped off the Hell in a Cell kind of as an homage to his... It's like, you know... Because he's crazy. Because he's crazy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's really... I, I knew that there was... I mean, you know, there was there was some dark stuff going around him the last few years, which I don't know if I you know want to get into or not. But yeah, yeah, I mean... Not necessary. Not necessary. There's something that happened in the 80s with him, but he got a... Not he quit it. He basically, last month, they, the court deemed him not mentally stable enough to stand trial. Because I think they knew that this yeah. was coming, which is really, really sad. You know, uh, condolences to the to his family, to Tamina. I mean, Tamina's been out injured. Is that uh, where she's at? Because yeah. I was wondering where she was. So yeah. you know, that's not you know that's not that's not good. I saw um, Snuka with uh, when he had that match with 
Roddy Piper and Ricky oh, Steamboat against Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho yeah. at WrestleMania 25. It was great. I mean, he wasn't in the best of shape then, no. no. Uh. But, I mean, you know, he still had presence enough. You know, you can say what you want about when people are kind of out of it, but if they come to the show and people still have a strong reaction to you, you know, there's really nothing mm-hmm. more that really you can say. Do you have any memories, Christopher? of snooker that just pop up first now, time you ever saw him where you're like oh who is this guy it was definitely whenever i was watching uh old wwf way yeah. back in the day and this is probably early 90s you know uh they would always show that clip of him jumping off the cage mm-hmm. all the time like it, it happened like once or twice a month yeah um and that always stuck out in my head because it was the first guy i ever saw like that big jumping off a of big yeah, thing like jacked. that so um i always remembered that yeah i would say like my memory is Probably when I was younger, I mentioned at our first podcast that we jumped on. Sam and I was we t- talked about how I would when I was younger, I'd buy the wrestling almanacs every year, and I was like a fanatic, like who is the first ever champion of this brand or whatever. And I was really excited. <laughs> Chris, he's he's well, got to cue that music. You up, know Chris. where it's cue going. It cue it up. I was really excited to know that the first ECW champion mm-hmm. was Jimmy Superfly Snuka. All right. There we got such it in. an odd thing. It was well at the time there was Eastern Championship Eastern, Re- yeah. Wrestling and it was a promotion that was up there that featured a lot of those, you know, Don Morocco was up there a lot. Um of course Terry Funk was there from the beginning too. Um Eddie Gilbert, it's just a lot of those guys that were just they didn't want to be part of the WWF brand or they were Was that not, and that was before they were in the NWA. It was Oh uh, yeah. That was Shane du- when Shane Douglas won the belt and threw it in the ground was that the first time they had an nwa championship in ecw yes okay that was the first time so they, they tried joined it. and then immediately left <laughs> yeah that was the, that was the whole thing with that to try to get attention to make it to where it's like look at us now yeah we're changing from eastern championship wrestling to extreme championship wrestling and shane douglas was in ecw for a while before that and he was yeah. in wcw and, and he WWE. was in wf as the what were they? The, Dean uh, Douglas. Yep, and he was with uh, your boy Johnny Ace. Yeah, they were skateboarders. Oh God! Oh wow! Yeah, forgot about that. So, uh, local news. Local. Oh our, my God! Our, yes. <laughs> okay. So our, our our local promotion, Wildcat. Um, Wildcat Sports Entertainment. We talk about them every Check podcast, out Wildcat Sports. Uh, Cat with a K. Uh, they have a YouTube channel. Check out their website. And they're uh, on TV locally here in the uh, New Orleans area. Mm-hmm. The best pro wrestling in the South, especially in Louisiana. And they do a show every two months. And their next... Chris was supposed to be at their last show. He didn't show up. And somehow we're rewarding him for yeah. for if he's going to go. Because I guess this is... This is are so you going to go to the next if show, If you Chris? listen to the podcast from day one, uh, uh, we, we always say what our top five wrestlers are. That's what you do when uh-huh, the first time you're on uh-huh. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Number two... My number two. Just number say two. number one. Just but go ahead and I'm say number one. I'm not going to lie. Number one is Sting. Everybody knows that. <laughs> number two is Scott Hall. I thought number two was Roman Reigns. That's number his, three, I, who cares? And number three was <laughs> it's, Roman it's Reigns. Number four was Roman sure, Reigns. Let's go with that. Uh, no, and that's old wrestlers and wrestlers that are Yeah, he's got new wrestlers, wrestlers and old. So anyway, uh, number two favorite wrestler, I'm pretty sure he's number two on my list, is uh, Scott Hall. Uh, and he's going to be at our local Wildcat show in, in March. March and you 18th. are giddy like a schoolgirl. Uh, I am. Just to be in the same room as him, I might well, be able he, to take a picture if, of him. If you're new and you don't realize, Chris has never been to a wrestling show. He's never met a professional wrestler. I I, have, I think you're going to be... I, I'm afraid I'm going to see you being like, look how tall they all are. Or not how, how tall they, they are. Or how <laughs> not tall they are. Uh, I met a million dollar man in... Uh, in the 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> he was at a Wildcat show a few, yeah, like, a last year. Yeah. Uh, so, so Scott Hall's going to be there, so that's awesome. If you want to meet Scott Hall and all your favorite 
uh, Wildcat wrestlers, including the Revolution champion, Danny Flamingo, who uh, has it out for Chris. So I don't know if yeah. you really want to show up there. because <laughs> Hopefully we're going to get him on the show uh, sometime uh, next month. But so. uh, definitely check that out. I'm really excited. Uh, you say, I don't know if I put him, you know, it's weird. There are wrestlers that I would say are my personal top favorite mm-hmm. wrestlers for whatever reason. But then there are wrestlers that I think transcend that kind of, it's like saying your favorite band is the Beatles. It's kind of like yeah, it, an understood thing. You shouldn't even bring them up. And one of those wrestlers for me in particular, and if it's not for you, then there's something wrong with you in my opinion, <laughs> uh, got announced is going to be put into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2017. The one. The only Kurt Angle. It's true. It's, it's true. true. It's true. <laughs> the it's Olympic gold medalist true. one. The Olympic gold medalist. Yes. <laughs> okay. That guy. He uh, won a gold medal in 1996 with a broken freaking neck. I think you have to say freaking after you say you know in between. ECW neck. almost got him, but stupid <laughs> Sandman and Raven messed that up. It was at his first appearance in um in professional Pro wrestling. wrestling. Was in ECW, not yep. WWE. Yep. He, he, I showed, didn't know he showed up that night to kind of see what was going on, and that was the night that they decided to crucify the Sandman. And uh, you can said, look it up on YouTube. There's you know, there's interviews where Stevie Richards is like, I don't know about this, meanie. He's like, I don't know about this either, but we're going to do it. Yeah. And they did it, and Kurt Angle's like, I want nothing to do with this brand. He said that if they aired the bit with him on the show in the same episode where they aired that, that he would sue them. Yeah. And that almost turned him off of professional wrestling he almost like you know that that put such a bad taste in his mouth because that was what 96 yeah. like right after he won the gold medal yeah one of the first things he did he still had oh, he still had a nice set of follicles up there and then he didn't get into professional wrestling until a few years later which is crazy because he so he's he's not exactly a rookie if he won a gold medal and amateur well, wrestling he was moving from amateur to pro yeah no you but, know, it's not always but he still had to train training. how to be a wrestler and by the time so he was only like uh, trained for about a year before he made his uh, main roster debut. Let's talk and about that a, a little bit, Sam. And, How yeah. there was always like if you listen to wrestling in the early '90s and '80s, especially Jim Ross, because he was really good about talking about wrestlers transitioning from amateur to pro, and they almost mm-hmm. built it up like this is a real, you know, this is yeah. what you build up to be. It's not like oh, I'm just going to go to wrestling school and be a pro wrestler or a sports entertainer. This was like, oh, he played football here. You know, he did yeah. this. He won the gold medal. He's going to be transitioning from a pro wrestler. Nowadays, you don't hear anything like that. They mentioned, oh, yeah, he, um, Dolph Ziggler, what, was he like a... What, he, was he was a wrestler. He was in Kent State. Kent he State, was an yeah. all-American wrestler, yeah. Um, They'll mention that every once in a while. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. You know? but, yeah, uh, Golden Gophers. But then Jack Swagger was, too, and they they try not to bring that up because... I liked it when they did it. Titus O'Neil. He played football, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Biggie, uh, but like in the '90s, they had like a uh, uh, dance of Vern and uh, Ken Shamrock. Mm-hmm. They were big on uh, bringing real athletes from outside the sport in as a with the aura of like they're a legit you know threat. And then they bring in Kurt Angle, and instead of being this tough guy, he's just this goob who's so goofy and just you know saying it's true, it's true, and just. Uh, drinking milk like backstage you know um and everyone hated him and it was so great I, i'm pretty sure that for the first year kurt angle's approach was i'm the biggest baby face in this company mm-hmm. and i just don't understand why everyone why hates no way gets like, it you know yeah. like he did what the rock was doing which was supposed to be sincere but backhanded where he was supposed to be this great i mean i don't know maybe when he first came out he was he was supposed to be like a 
like a role model character. Oh, I'm sure that's what they were uh, trying to do at first. But then no one really accepted it. It's the whole new uh, day when they just got back together. Like they really thought of them as a baby face, but everybody hated it so yeah. much. Uh, but I mean, pound for pound, I I can't think of t- anyone else that I would say is a better wrestler from top to bottom. I'm not, I don't mean I, like, I don't even that. mean necessarily in ring. I mean, as far as he was a great baby face, he was a great heel, he was a great character. He could cut a promo. His matches speak for themselves. Dude, his uh, his uh, ECW Volume Two run was pretty intense. <laughs> oh well, I mean, yeah, when that the WWE ECW stuff, it was it was short lived. He, he was he was intense. He was all about it. like he wanted to be a part of that and just beat people up. It was it was kind of cool. Kind of remind me of when they brought the Ken Shamrock and the Dan Severn over from UFC. They were just like doing some kind of like shoot fighting almost. Like, uh, is it surprising to you? It's very surprising. Well, you know, for the last, he's been in well, This TNA. has been a rumor that I've heard exactly. like, yeah. every week he's been for in, like a two years now. Yeah, he was in <laughs> TNA. He left in WWE in 2006 for TNA and was there for, he was in TNA longer than he was in WWE. Mm-hmm. He had a good, I liked his run with Mr. Kennedy in there, or Mr. Anderson or whatever. Yeah, he had a. They had a, some good. They, had a, they have a, a cage match that's great. He does a, He does the same spot he did with Benoit in 2001 where he does a moonsault off the top of the cage. But the, uh, the cage that they have in TNA is actually taller than the ones they have in mm. WWE, so it's a much bigger fall. So you could argue he was Mr. TNA, but I mean WWE's signing all of TNA's guys. You got Samojo, mm. AJ Styles. Did you uh, forget about Austin that crazy Aries. angle in TNA also about how he lost his wife? He did lose his wife. You to Jeff Jarrett. Are you aware of that? That they did and then an he had to be like screen. I don't know what, if it was happening during it, if it had just happened, if it happened because of it, but. That was Jeff a huge Jarrett, angle. Kurt Angle's wife became an on-air character with him in TNA. Mm-hmm. His real wife. His and real then wife. it became a storyline where it was Jeff Jarrett trying to take his wife from Kurt. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Jarrett did take oh, in Kurt real Angle's life. wife. Yeah, and it caused a lot of issues. It's part of, the, it's part of what contributed to, I would imagine, Jeff Jarrett leaving the company. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm speculating. Do you remember, know, did you but... see the, like, I think there was, like, at the wedding that they had on one of the shows where... They actually had Kurt Angle as being one of the people that they like because he lost a match or something happened like that to where he had to be there and then he just couldn't take it and just like beat everybody up, tore the whole ring apart. Yeah. That was to me that was crazy. That almost reminded me of like the Macho Man Miss Elizabeth thing. You know, just But uh he so but then, you know, he's getting kind of older, so his last few years of his TNA contract was always kind of the assume like he's gonna end so yeah. that then he can have one last run in WWE. And every year it seems like, and then came true that no, because he's doing this. He's been wrestling um, outside of TNA for about a year now, though. So it's not, it's yeah, not I've as shocking it, I've as. Seen an interview was not too long ago that he like said he is. wanted to retire with yeah. WWE. That well, was all his plan anyway. Yeah. Um, but there were a few times where he said that he was in talks, but then they let it go because him and Triple H don't get along, mm-hmm. or there was something to do with his health. Uh, so him going into, into the Hall of Fame in Orlando, where he's been for the last. 10 years for you know it's weird that there's all this wrestling stuff going on in orlando mm. for wrestlemania and i don't hear anything about uh tna doing anything but you know whatever uh <laughs> but yeah i think it's crazy now whether that what does that mean as far as him beyond that though is he just gonna enter the hall of fame yeah, most say, of the time I'm when you, you go in a hall of fame there's no more wrestling well kind yeah. of sting sting st- stuck around for a little bit until he got in- injured Kurt angle i think could probably hold his weight but the way they're doing programming right now there's so many I don't want to say younger talent, but more of a newer 
generation of guys that are going around. Nothing makes me happier than the fact that no one is saying anything because I'm glad it won't jinx it. But I'm going <laughs> to say that Kurt Angle's going to enter the Royal Rumble. Oh. Ooh. Um, whether or not he wins the Royal Rumble. I'll say this. So, Wrestle Kingdom 11 happened. We mm-hmm. all watched it. After that match was so awesome, word is that Vince wants to outshine that because it was such a big talk. Now, whether or not, by the time he gets there, they've changed things, but supposedly they threw the, the book out the window for what they were doing with WrestleMania 33. I think that they were going to do Undertaker Cena, but they're probably not because I think now that we know that New Orleans is going to be WrestleMania yeah. 34, they're going to save it for Undertaker's assumed last match to be in New Orleans where he where the streak ended. Uh, it's going to be awful. But that they want to put on a match, it's going to be but awesome, gonna be and there's there. only so many people that could you know, outdo the Okada Omega match as far as just workers that could do mm-hmm. that kind of pace. Uh, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins come to mind. I don't know if Kurt Angle could do that or not, but even removing Kurt Angle from that uh, equation, supposedly he has something planned for WrestleMania that everyone's going to love. Mm-hmm. What that means, I don't know. I, I doubt know it's Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Oh, uh, you or didn't Braun hear this Stroman week? It'll be what? his third Oh, I heard, Headline, yeah. yeah. WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to take a small break, and then we're going to go take back Wiz, and we'll start talking about Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Um, so we'll be uh, right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Hey, hey. <laughs> and we're back. Chris, um, when, you're, when you're watching a wrestling show, uh-huh. and you're list- do you listen to the audience? Like what the I do. Audience I always try to like? figure out what they're does, saying. Does that pull you out of it? No, if, if, not at all. If well, they're quiet, for example, during a match, does that... But you that can't, that the, bothers me more when they're quiet. But you can't does, tell, why? I don't know. 
Like, it's not, like if you're watching a football game and the crowd's going crazy, it makes the moment better. Sometimes. But if you're watching a football game and everyone and it's just silent, like you could put a tele a, a, ma- a football game on mute and still know and, what's going and enjoy on. the yeah. match because it's it's what's it's about the result. It's a weirdness to have with like New Japan because their audience is really so quiet, quiet so often. Yeah. Um, well, but WWE... whenever they get really loud, you know something really yeah. cool is happening. So the WWE production, though, you know, you can see the crowd like sitting there, not reacting at all, but you'll hear reactions on the audio of the television. They control it a lot of times. Yeah, well, it's painfully obvious every time Roman Reigns is out there. They always have their hand on the dial of the volume. So yeah, yeah. Well, especially for when he's cutting that promo he did at the beginning of Raw, where he says that he's gonna win main event WrestleMania straight three, whatever stupid thing he said. What was he doing? I don't. What know. was that? It's that Roman Reigns is the one I like. I'm with everybody else. Yeah. Oh, he he's when he bad. talks. Yeah. Is when he talks. Not when he talks. <laughs> when he turns into that character. But so, what is that character? I don't know what it is. It's like I'm the tough guy, but I'm. That's him. I don't know. That's him not trying. I think him being tough guy is better than when he's saying suffer and suck attach, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you like Raw? Yeah, it was okay. it was good. It wasn't it was, bad. Yeah, it was, you know, yeah. it wasn't bad. It had a really good opening. I still think that the biggest thing that came out of this week is Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. and that that was the best part of Raw was that video package overshadowed everything for you. I mean, it really does because it's so. It's also it's because you don't know what's going to happen with him. If that just means he's going to, they're really downplaying it. They're all kind of just saying like, "That's eh, cool, he's here," and then moving on, which makes me think that they don't want to think about it. Play too much. it up. So is he the only inductee uh, so far this year? So far, um, the only one they announced, but Dallas uh, TDP was the other one they leaked. Yeah, but it hasn't been announced yet. But um, which I thought he was in it by the way. He inducted. He uh, inducted Scott Hall. That's and, true. Um, uh, Jake and Jake's. Yeah, that's right. And did. And the combined speeches thus led to about a 30-minute commercial for DDP Yoga. Which is fine. <laughs> um, uh, I thought Raw was great in, a, in in terms of it wasn't bad, which is, seems to be the standard for a good Raw now is that everyone the just whole, seems to be disappointed with Raw. Did you like the whole opening? I love the, the hot I opening. Love, I, you know, we'll talk about it on, with SmackDown later, but I thought it felt kind of like, why is everybody out there? Like, Roman Reigns came out to say... I'm going to win. And then Kevin Owens came out and said, no, you're not. And then Seth came out to say, well, it doesn't matter. And then Ron said, me? no, I really doesn't. It just mm. felt kind of. So then when Lesnar finally came out, it's like, okay. I didn't like that Lesnar. I don't like that Lesnar can't be booked on Raw. I like yeah, that's that weirdness. Like, why didn't he have a match? Because he came out, annihilated everybody. And then the match that was made out of it was a big six-man tag. But Lesnar's not in it. He should have refereed. Do you like? <laughs> <laughs> Do you miss those days where... You know, they had the wrestling matches, but most of the promos were actual promos in a Titan Tron. I like the backstage promos. They don't do that kind of stuff because nearly it's, as much anymore. Because I feel like, you know, it helps the show flow better rather than you got to wait for Smize entrance to come out. They come out and they do their blah, blah, blah. Then another entrance, they cut them off and they look like, oh, you just interrupted me. Of course, they're gonna, you're going to get interrupted. Well, it's the bad part that when when the wrestler can play that well, like he continue yeah. to talk. Nick Foley can continue to talk. Even though he's Sometimes. waiting for a promo to yeah. happen, yeah. Now it's the guys that like. All right, I said my line. Yeah. All yeah. right. Now I'm waiting for the, their music to start, it's, and they'll sit there. And, and Roman Reigns did it this time, where he looked at the waited, Titan Tron. He waited. Like I said, what I had like to it's say. About to, it's about to happen. Yeah. It's about to happen. And uh, I'm giving Roman Reigns, my boy, a lot of crap, but he was okay, pretty bad. You passionate about him. You, you love how, him. How did um your boy's uh, United States Championship look around Chris Jericho's waist when he came out to interrupt him? Oh, look, I, I like Chris Jericho, so, I mean, yeah. 
I just think I think uh, promos like that, like you say, like if they're not going to do it backstage, if they're going to come out and do the whole fanfare, you have the Titan Tron, they come out that they should have something substantial to say and not just blah blah blah. We need to have someone go to the talk so that we can set up the main event, which is what it felt like. It didn't feel like uh, it was necessary. Mm-hmm. I think the way I feel like the they did a lot of things that were unnecessary on Raw, particularly the oh end to the tag team championship God. match. All right, so the match was awesome. Match was great. I love Gallows and Anderson, and that was the first time that they've looked like Them? themselves yeah. in a long good. I gotta go back and watch that one. Cesaro yeah. and uh, and then Cesaro and Sheamus together are awesome. Doing good now that like Sheamus is kind of like acknowledging he's less of a heel. Mm. Uh, I mean, he did punch a referee in the face at the end, but. Uh, <laughs> Like, the idea of two just European tough mm. guys together, that's great. Yeah. You know? Um, so, the ending of this match is where it loses everything. Do you hate dusty finishes? That's called a dusty is finish. Is that called a dusty yeah. finish? Dust, uh, when Dusty Rhodes was booking for WCW. Mm-hmm. You said it wrong. What? Say it like Dusty. WCW? Yeah. I'm not doing a Dusty Rhodes impression. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Everybody can do a Dusty Rhodes impression. He'd um he'd book endings to help protect people, which is when uh equal booking. A shenanigan mm-hmm. happens where you think someone won and then it turns out that they didn't. Right. So that's and he would do that so often that it got noticed. Noticed. <laughs> or that it got became kind of like his signature thing, so it's called the dusty finish. Uh so the Seamus punches the referee, so the referee's down. Then Carl Anderson and Mugals hit their finish on Cesaro. Second referee runs in, pins, counts one, two, three. New tag team champions. The audience actually gets excited. Yes. Because, you know, new champs. And, uh, and then the other referee wakes up and goes, no, 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 no. Disqualification. Because I, I remember what so happened when I got won. knocked unconscious for well, some yeah. strange reason. Yeah. How fast did you wake up? Oh, seen oh he, he jumped up. Like, oh, not, oh, here we go. WWE referees are the most frail human beings. Oh, they are. They can get like pushed and like they yeah. fly across the ring and that. Yeah. You touch them on the shoulder and they're down for twenty minutes. Spend how long? And then they can get up. They're in like two an seconds. NBA player in the yeah. playoffs. They do yes. the sixty foot slide. Yes. Yeah. Um. So he gets back up, calls the other referees, call uh, null and void for some strange reason, because apparently referees had that power. Which referee was the same? It's Jack Cohn, who was the one that got knocked out. Okay. And then the other referee is one that I've never heard them say his name. It's been since the... Nobody We don't, we don't acknowledge their names. Yeah. I gotcha. It was weird. It was super weird. This is an inconsistency that they do as the referees, where... This happens all the time where another referee comes out and will count for somebody else. And then it's like fine. That. And that's fine. That's that's it, he, A referee called it. There's but no that, take but, backs. But then the referee didn't say no, no, no. The referee had said no, mine, mine supersedes yours. Well, then that, you're just telling me that referee has no spine. You want to know what the rules are in the hierarchy of one referee overruling another referee? Whatever Vince says, I don't know. Like, why don't they do that more often? I don't know. They yeah. just need a, they need a new senior official. That's all they need. Yeah, they should have a head referee that's watching things behind stage. Be like, no, oh no, and then that would just drag it out even longer. That would be stupid. They go into four hours. I guess Mike Kyoto's the head referee. Is the senior official over both brands? I don't even. I've never. I haven't. I actually have not been paying attention. I would imagine it's Mike Kyoto on Raw and then Charles Robinson on SmackDown. Yeah. Or is Charles Robinson? They don't they, acknowledge that anymore. Are they? Igno- are they? Split? Are there, I don't are know. Are they split? Yeah, I don't know. Because I only see Charles Robinson on SmackDown now. Um, he's the only one I know. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Charlotte's on Raw, right. who came out and ripped Bailey a new one because she's just a normal, an average fan, and that God, 
the way Charlotte talks. I mean, I love Charlotte because mm. she's so horrible. But uh, did you like that? Did you feel sympathy for Bailey? No, I thought it it would have been fine if they condensed all everything that happened in that segment to maybe three minutes. But that felt like it dragged on forever. I noticed that Charlotte's been doing that a lot lately. She's trying to like draw it out and seeing how long a reaction can go and just yeah. smiles and smiles. I don't know if she, that's what she's trying to get out or just what she's told to do. Because people but it's, hate it's it. a little too long. It's yeah. it is a l- it little gives too me long. enough time to hate her. Yeah, and then get yeah. sick of her, and I yeah. shouldn't get sick of her. Fast forward. That's when you start yeah, fast yeah, forward because yeah. I don't think anybody that I know watches wrestling live anymore. Do you, Sam? Other than going to it live, I watch. I watch it live sometimes. I it's, would if I had. I cable. mean, Raw in particular is just it's so long. It is um, hour and a half on Hulu. It's the best thing in the whole entire world. <laughs> it's. Uh, uh, I mean, the main event was great. The six man tag, Sami Zayn in the main event of Raw is always a good thing, even though he lost. Um, yes, but uh, I, was, I was saying this before about how I thought Kevin Owens has kind of been drowned out by Chris Jericho, but. Him standing tall at the end of Raw, powerbombing Roman Reigns through the table. That's Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. That's what Kevin Owens should mm-hmm. be. That's how he should be. I like, I want time. him to murder Roman Reigns at the Royal. He's is that not why, going to. Is that why he sent me that video with El Generico getting slammed through the ladders? Dude, have you seen that match? Yeah. All, all the stuff from Kevin Steen and uh, when he was Kevin Steen right. is amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't like... Uh, the fact that it's kind of a foregone conclusion, especially now that Roman Reigns has lost the U.S. title. Yeah, Roman, I think, is going to win at Royal Roman's Rumble. Roman's going to win at the Royal Rumble. No. Um, I think because of that, though, if somehow Kevin wins, I think, I think it'll, John Cena's it'll, it'll win really that. put him over. Yeah, it would. It, it, would, is, it would help Kevin Owens but more than what it would help Roman Reigns, and I really think, I wish I, they would keep it on Owens and let him go to and there WrestleMania. Is another, there is another pay-per-view between... Yeah, between here there's and there. There's two, but there's yeah. another Raw and another SmackDown yeah. pay-per-view between the Royal Rumble. I think John Cena, who can go ahead and start moving towards SmackDown, is going to win at the Royal Rumble. And I think now, why do you think that? I don't know. Because they announced, see, this difference between the opening on SmackDown, Shane came out specifically because he wanted to announce that beyond the Royal Rumble, that an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view will be for SmackDown, and the WWE title will be defended in it. Mm-hmm. And then that resulted in AJ Styles coming out because he was mad he he's was not a very happy about this like so I got to beat John Cena at the Royal Rumble and then two weeks later I got to defend it in an elimination chamber, I love which I think is great too so I think it doesn't make sense for Cena to win at the Rumble if he's and just have then going to have to defend it but it depends on what they're going to do with Cena at he's going to stay on his high horse to Wrestlemania if you think John Cena is going to win the Rumble Win at the Rumble. He's not going to win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. He's going to win the WWE Championship. What happens after that? Because that's the main I don't thing. Know. Kevin Owens is probably going to lose to Roman, not because of what's best in terms of storyline, but as far as we have to set up WrestleMania. So and they here, want the here's belt my question now. Whoever wins the Royal Rumble, what belt do they get to challenge? Don't they choose? They can challenge for either guy. So, so that can go either way then. Yeah. So you can oh. have uh, John Cena and then you can have Roman Reigns having the belts. And it doesn't necessarily mean Roman Reigns will be headlined at WrestleMania. No, that's true. Whoever, just because Roman Reigns is going into WrestleMania's champion potentially, does not mean that'll be the. So you have somebody like Undertaker match. win, like you said. Oh, then that's but then Undertaker. who would he fight? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think there's that, a lot of unknowns going into WrestleMania, which I kind of dig right now. So, um, I will say that I think whoever wins the Royal Rumble is going to be challenging for the WWE Championship, the Raw one. No, the SmackDown Oh, no, SmackDown one. And this is why. Because they announced that the next pay-per-view for SmackDown, it's the Elimination Chamber for the belt. Mm-hmm. If a Raw person wins the Rumble, then that means there's no there's a number one contender for the Raw title. There's not a number one contender 
for the SmackDown title, right? Mm-hmm. You with me so far? Kind of. Okay, there's two. Using your fingers both, and toes. Both champions on Raw and SmackDown will be defended at WrestleMania. Right. The Royal Rumble is basically a glorified number one contenders yes. match. So whoever wins that will challenge one of the belts, but only one of them, which means the other one still won't have a number one contender at WrestleMania. Kind of. Because, I mean, it doesn't between WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, it doesn't really matter what happens. All that rest, Royal Rumble just means that at WrestleMania, they get a chance. Yes. It doesn't matter who is against. No, I know. What I'm saying, though, is that they always make a big deal about who's challenging for a belt at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So the winner of the Royal Rumble will be one of those guys, and then they have to figure out a number one contender for, for the, the other, other one. one. If it was on SmackDown, the Elimination Chamber match would have been the perfect way to put for a number one contenders match. Meaning, gotcha. at SmackDown's next pay-per-view, Elimination Chamber, the winner of that Chamber match will fight whoever's the WWE champion WWE, at yeah. WrestleMania. But they're not doing that. They're doing it for the title. Which makes me think that whoever wins the Rumble is going to be challenging for the WWE title. We just won't know who because they're doing an Elimination Chamber match. And we won't know until after that. Okay. And that's less bold than it sounds. I mean, that's how they did it before when they did the brand extensions. They'd always have those kind of scenarios rolling in in the middle the what was the elimination chamber or no way out or whatever mm-hmm. you wanted to do um i mean it doesn't necessarily mean do that. you like elimination chamber i i like it when it's one match i don't like it when they do two elimination chambers oh, in one two show. or three that's definitely gonna happen um but yeah i love the elimination chamber uh i think it's more painful than it needs to be um but it's always a good a good match i you know like the cage match it's on smackdown is was not great but i don't think that that was anything against alexa bliss and becky lynch i thought they did great i thought yeah, it was they a did great fine in it first women's ca- i don't they keep saying it's the first women's match inside of a cage but i don't think that's true i think they did victoria versus trish stratus at the no, very they talked, they talked about it. it was the first no they, they kept kind of messing up the words on it it was the first one for the smackdown women's okay. title all right so okay because so, they even said in there it's like lita had one and okay, somebody okay, else okay. had one um, um so yeah th- there you go and it wasn't it wasn't bad it was just it was standard wwe tv main event cage match where Women, they try to go out the door and they try to go out match. no i'm not saying yeah. i'm saying that they wrestled it they wrestled it just as well with all the silly spots of that seth rollins and randy orton would do where someone tries to climb up and then they don't then they wrestle for a little while where they t- act like they're jumping off the top of the cage but they're really just doing it off the top turnbuckle all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff Shaking her uh, head around like they're But, bouncing. I mean, it doesn't, you know, the, the, the story from that, though, is that uh, La Luchadora interfered once again, but Becky Lynch ripped her mask off to reveal what I think a lot of us had speculated. I think me and you called it. Uh, Mickey James. Yeah. Mickey Dude, James was La Luchadora. I hate how they're trying to use, like, they don't, they had uh, the Cologne brothers as the Luchadors or whatever before. It's like Mexican wrestling in a WWE is non-existent. It's silly. It is non-existent. They I know it. They just every wrestlers. time they have it, it's just I don't. I, I'm sorry, I just butt in with that because Lucha Dragons. What are you talking about? With Lucha, Lucha, Lu- used Lucha. to. Yeah, used but it's to. just yeah. it's just silly. They don't even bring it up. I don't know. That's well, you're just about a big AAA fan. Just watch AAA. AAA. Old New Japan is doing or a crossover lot. with C- CMLL yep. that they do every year. Oh really? Yeah, and is it uh, Mystico is going to be on there on that card? Yep. Mm-hmm. The AKs, original Sincaro. Yep. <laughs> so they had. Uh, just two really dark moments on SmackDown I want to talk about. So in the Nikki Bella and Natalia uh-huh. segment where they're all like wrestling around, and wouldn't you bring a camera crew to be upset if if your merch wasn't being sold? Oh yeah, no, I would. Duh, it's money out of your pocket. Um, but Natalia says that 
she tells Nikki that she's going to die alone, just like her uncle. Yeah, is what the hell? Where well, does I mean, that come from? Because Nick, because Natalia's nuts. For one thing, Natalia is the the least believable bad guy ever. Like ever. Well, duh. Natalia's not a great actress oh, you, in general. That's understatement. Um, she should have had her own show, not the Bellas. Which is why Told You is so hilarious because she's, <laughs> she's crazy. she comes off so terrible on it. And watching TJ react is hilarious. I'd, I'd love um, to meet her. She seems funny. Yeah, she seems um, like she'd be awesome. In oh no, life, she's great. Right? Yeah, it's just um, yeah that I know you don't like the to- is a few just like Total Divas placement. They're just they're just filming that's, footage to put in their uh, I opening wait, package. I wait year. for that Total Diva segment on SmackDown every week because I know yeah. it's coming. Did you miss Carmel's worth? There was no Carmel's worth. There wasn't, that, which is good. Is that the other dark spot you were talking no, about? No, I actually like them. <laughs> the other dark spot was the uh, King's Court, Jerry. Jerry, uh, King Lawyer, and um, uh, Lawler. Law, law, lawyer. 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 He yeah. might need lawyer. a lawyer. And Dolph Ziggler. 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 Uh, did you like his uh, 1993 Jerry the King Lawler outfit? Uh, it was, it was, was kind of weird. Was he great. was not wearing Looked anything. like he was ready to wrestle Doink the Clown. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. How old is he now? Oh, God. I don't know. He was wrestling in the 70s. So, so he's been he's you know. okay. He's early 60s. Yeah. He's actually a really good artist, too. So uh, Dolph Ziggler basically told him that he's going to finish him off next time cool. yeah he uh i forgot it. i never they've never really acknowledged it that the night king had I've a heart heard... attack on raw mm-hmm. he didn't have a heart attack during the match mm-hmm. it was after but he had a match earlier in the show and mm-hmm. i forgot about i was i was prepared to say that i thought that that was all made up because mm-hmm. I, I remember that he collapsed at the announce table live i forgot that he wrestled on yeah. that show and that's why i've heard him in an interview and he, he always talks about it because he's like my last match i've ever had was against uh ziggler yeah and he said it on air before and ziggler dropped a bunch of elbows on his chest mm-hmm. and in the promo ziggler basically he shows the footage yeah he, he brings it up which was terrible because they just show like <laughs> oh, like you know, footage this is when you almost died elbow on a spot and this then is like, when yeah. you almost died Did they replay it like 10 50 times that over? kind of thing i mean not maybe not that many times but you know uh, quick edits of lots of elbow drops yeah. on his chest, which just made it seem more worse. Even if you didn't know anything mm-hmm. about uh, the heart attack, and uh, he, and then Dolph said that you know if you don't let up with your questions, that you're gonna, um, you're, yeah, I'm gonna finish you off. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna, like, <laughs> a threat. You so know? Dolph is officially. <laughs> so he's trying to be like healed. Randy so Orton a couple years healed. ago. Yeah, he's gonna be the, the legend, legend killer. killer. Uh, is it since Shawn Michaels gonna come back? Is it a super kick him six times? And then, but then I didn't think that that I didn't think that was that was too far. You could tell that King uh, King has enough stroke to say he's gonna whether or not he feels like doing something like that mm-hmm. or not. Um, and the the line he gave him in retort, basically saying, you know, no matter what you do, you're always gonna be a loser. I thought was great because it that's was. kind of the story of Dolph's career. He wins matches, but then he loses a lot more. And that he turned heel, you know. Quotations. They're, they're they're kind of acknowledging it. They keep saying like different attitudes to acknowledge that he he used to be a good guy. Now he's not so nice, and then he still lost last he week, used so to be it doesn't really with matter. Puppies. And then he uh he kicked him. Yeah, that's you know I've heard a couple of people complain that it seems kind of hypocritical because King was a big heel. Right, yeah, but when he first came in, that's he was he was a color commentator that was just like the biggest bad guy. And, was, well, and Vince McMahon was the. The good old guy. But, I mean, even before he was doing that, he had a brief... He didn't wrestle that much, but he came in as an active wrestler. Yeah. And uh, was a big old jerk with his little his little mini, his little midget wrestler, you know, little, little person, Little person. Yeah, against uh, dwarves. Doink. Yeah. Indeed. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not... 
Yeah, okay. we both had to correct you on that. Yeah, because <laughs> I like time, little pig, little people, big worlds. One of my favorite shows. Wow. <laughs> well, you're right. My, my, I, I do apologize, but I'm just, I'm thinking to 1993 when it happened or yeah, whatever right. year it was, and that's what they would have said then. Oh, okay. You know? right. um, 93, the better days. Uh, uh, we do not have enough time to go into a ten count. <sighs> Uh, so we're gonna have to save that for next week, but we will get to a ten count next. I think Chris week. will write his letter to Triple H that he I still will, hasn't done. We'll get that on the next podcast. We're also going to be doing our picks for the Royal Rumble. Have we decided how we're going to do this? We'll do all that next week. But Sam I think has a formula. I'm sure. We'll, do you have we'll, a formula? We'll, yeah, I have formula. Okay. He's done this. I got it's all kinds be a of point paperwork system? up on it. Point system. Yes. We'll do all that kind of stuff. All right. So we'll do the picks, and we'll do. We'll start off with the ten count. We'll start off with the ten and count. And make sure we'll, we get to it. How about that? But then it'll be a royal size Royal Rumble show next yeah, week. Yeah. Whoa. We'll pretty much dedicate the whole next podcast to Royal Rumble. I'm and sure. I might have another surprise. Who knows? Maybe it's not a physical surprise. It might be a mental surprise. Oh my god, that's so like much you're worse. a good person. Yeah, a pat it's, on the back. It's gonna be good. Sam's gonna like it. I think. I'm not even gonna talk about it. So, okay. so anyway, <laughs> make sure you join us next week. We release a new podcast every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Friday Except night the holidays. holidays. Except the holidays. Or when we're oh, stop bringing busy. up times we don't do. We do it every Friday. <laughs> Goodness. Um, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, there'll be links to everything in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. Make sure you leave us a review. We have been Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I'm Snarf Chris. Sam Jericho. And I've always been Philip the Dude, the headband. We'll see you next Friday. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Thank you.